So today we're speaking with Paul Springer from Springco in Cleveland, Ohio. Springco is one of the largest applicators of e-coat and powder coating in North America. Paul, I met you a couple of years ago, but it's good to talk to you again, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, said this is your, uh, you just mentioned to me a minute ago, that your 45th year uh, in the finishing and coating industry. Uh, uh, does it seem like it's been that long? I bet you it has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seemed like it's been that long. <laughs> and when people, right. when people start calling you a legend, it's time to get up. That's true. That is true. That is true. Uh, like I said, you guys are up there, you know, humongous. I've been through your plan. I walked it with you. I, I got tired. I had to sit down halfway through. You kept walking. You're a fit man. You exercise every day, but you have a huge operation up there. How many square foot uh, do you have now in that? About a, over 200,000, right? In in the, the electric coating operation, powder coating, electric coating, 250,000. 250,000. Wow. And That's... then I have a 50,000 in a plating operation across the street. Right. Right. Wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty huge here with that. I have to ask you the, the last uh, couple of years, how have you guys fared with the, you know, sort of, I know you guys are heavy into automotive, but how have you, uh, how have you been able to withstand all of that that's been going on? Well, COVID bagged us up both years. It was a combination COVID and then the computer chip thing. Gotcha. Which is right. still going on, but it, 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 it banged us up both years to the tune of about 25% of my sales. But this, right. this year is very good. Gotcha. We're back and running. We're running at the rate we were in 2019. Wow. Uh, that was busy back then. Yeah. Because you almost, you're e-coding and then uh, you're e-coding uh, some, uh, a lot of it's tie, uh, wheels, rims. Some of your biggest customers are wheels. Uh, the rims and, uh, you know, those big 75, 80-pound rims. And I know you were telling me you powder coat them one day. They're shipped out. 24 hours later, they're probably being put on a truck somewhere uh, for a consumer to buy. It was that fast. You had lots and lots of semis that were running in and out of your operation. But but you all do a lot, mostly automotive, correct? Is that? Um... Automotive, truck. We do we do some stuff that's not automotive and truck, maybe right. 15%. But right. a truck is probably 40% and uh, uh, automotive is the other 50. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, take me back, like I said, for people that may not know, like I said, it was over close to 50 years You, you, you're, you before you started. At the, I believe it was Lake Erie Metal Finishing was the original name of your company. I believe that's what it was. Lake, right? And then Lake Erie Metal Coating. Metal coating, right? You you worked two years for a, a, a supplier side, I believe it was, and uh, well, and then, I, I was in the development. There was three of us. I was right. in the development. We developed Dacromet. Now, not the Dacromet that went to Zincor Metal on strip steel. That was mm-hmm. that was developed pretty much before I got there. Right. It, it was being commercialized, and it was a very successful commercial product. Mm-hmm. The Dacromet finish was meant for fasteners and stampings. So it was put on post-formed parts. So right. that's what I worked on and brought it to commercialization mm-hmm. in the two and a half years I was there. Right. And I met this individual who talked me into starting Sprinko. Gotcha. Right. 
Gotcha. I, I don't think people understand. You have a extensive chemistry background. As a matter of fact, you you do have a PhD in chemistry from the was it the Ohio State or I have a PhD in chemical engineering. Chemical engineering. Gotcha. I have a right. bachelor's in chemistry. In chemistry, right? Okay, great. And uh, so he he suggested you starting this line. And what was your initial thought when 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 that? That um... he was crazy. <laughs> To become a business owner and do all the stuff yourself, yeah, I guess it. I had a pretty good job at Diamond Shamrock, right? But he kept saying to me, "We used to play tennis on Thursday nights, mm-hmm. and afterwards we'd go get a hamburger." Mm-hmm. And he every Thursday he'd say, "You're not happy. You're not happy, <laughs> <laughs> and you won't be until you're working for yourself." And he talked me into it. Guy's name is right. George Kappas. His sons run his business. It's still in yes. Ere, yes. Erieview Metal Treating is still there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Been there. Yes. George died about four years ago. He was yeah. eight, 89 uh, years old. Mm. But he was the guy who talked me on his front porch in Pepper Pike, talked me into starting Spring Co. Gotcha. Great advice. And you took it. And everything. How was it those first years you you kind of got a line, and uh, you started well, it. And how it was, was it? It was up and down. Yeah, we bought we bought an old paint line. Not it wasn't an old paint line. It was actually put in in 1969. It was a George Cook line. It was George Cook makes nothing but very very good paint lines. Mm. And mm-hmm. National Cash Register, pretty big outfit, bought it. And then uh, within two or three years after they bought it, they started making cash registers out of plastic panels. Ah, gotcha. They no longer had the old brown cash registers, and I'm sure you've seen um, that they were outdated, and they didn't need the paint line. It was closed, and so I went and bought it and brought it to Cleveland and put it together and started putting on uh, Dacromet, PolySeal. The early days were a little difficult because metal finishing hadn't settled down yet. It would be a new coating every six months. Mm-hmm. Every six months, right. the automotive engineers wanted something else. They right. were they were sold poly seal. They were sold this that. There's all kinds of trade names, um, and they would change. And then in 1983, I went into electric coat pretty early, and uh, it stabilized. Technology right. stabilized and. Here I am 38, nine years later and still using Electricoat. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. I saw that. And then, you know, one of the largest ones I've ever seen and then very extensive, you know, powder coating and, and things like that. And I remember you told me, uh, you know, that, that, um, uh, you know, when you started this, you actually, you rolled snake eyes. You said it was good, good for you. It was a decision you're glad you made, I guess. I know it was hard work to put that all together and go out on your own, but, uh, you know, hard work will get you there, won't it, I guess. For, yeah. It's worked out. Yep. Yeah. Who, who were some of your, thinking about that, who were some of your, besides uh, uh, Mr. Kappas, who were some of your other mentors in the industry that kind of, uh, that you got to know that really kind of maybe taught you a few things about, about, you know, the coding and also running a business and were there people that really stood out that. Well, uh, in the early days, uh, do you remember Arl Hall? Do you remember Roco? Yes. Roco. Yes. Yeah. They yes. were down the street from me. They're down. They were down on 79th street. Um, and mm-hmm. the, the guys that uh, bought it from uh, R.O. Hall, John Wiles, and he was the president. Yes, his son Eric and Wiles, Bill, who became yeah. Bill Sauce was the sales guy, Bill. 
And then, Bill, yes. Then they had a financial guy. And uh, so I was uh, putting Poly Seal on uh, 1978 and right. um, went down there. They used to help me out and do my salt spray testing because I wasn't big enough to have a cabinet. And uh, so I went down and would get the parts and I talked to Bill Sauce one day and he gave me some advice. Mm. He looked at me and said, stop and smell the roses. <laughs> Meaning what? I was a pretty hard charger. Right. Okay. <laughs> in, those, that, that, in those days, I unloaded the trucks, titrated, right. titrated the tank, <laughs> made sure the workers were hanging the parts. Right. <laughs> made sure the shipping papers were made up. So. Right. He told you hit the brakes a little bit, huh? He, he and, said, uh, "Stop and smell the roses." And he, he became a friend for a long time. Right? Yeah, it's great. You know, one mention the employees are thing. You you have a you have a lot of employees that have been there with you for decades. I mean, twenty plus time. years, right? Long they time. they don't leave, which uh, you know is is good. That that says a lot about you as a manager and as an owner. Is that you know they enjoy working for you and you give them a you know really what's what's the secret to that to keeping people and and keeping them there for a long time. Pay him a lot of money. <laughs> nah, More you than get, that, I'm sure. You let them, yeah, you let them run their own. I let them run their own thing. I, I, I only jump in in case it's a, and they all know when to ask me anyway. I, I mean, I don't have to tell them. They, they know when they want, they feel, to feel the comfort of me making the decision. They bring that stuff to me. But the, right. the other stuff, they, they handle it. They, they, they decide. They, they, they do it. And, People like that to, you know, give them the power and whatever to make decisions, you know. So right. that's right. probably the biggest secret, not the money. They they can make the money anywhere. So Right. <laughs> and uh, it's it's funny is that um, you still, I mean, you, you still come in, right? Uh, you you kind of, you don't need to be there all day, but you come in to make sure things are, uh, to, you, you tell people to ask you the questions while you're there. They've got an hour or so or two hours to get your questions to you. And that's about all it takes, right, I mean, to, that needs. I'm either here in the morning or I'm here in the afternoon after lunch. Right. And, of course, I'm in phone contact with them. But right. some, sometimes not every day now. I mean, if they got an issue, they call me. But, uh, right. yeah, I'm not here. I'm here maybe, maybe 10 hours a week. I've been doing that schedule for, oh, maybe three years. Right. Four years, something like that. But, you know, my right. managers have developed into not needing me. They don't need me, right. you know, so I find other things to do with my life. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I know you get up exercise every day. You, you keep yourself fit. Uh, I know you, uh, which probably is a little secret to that. But but getting back to your career here, I mean, I guess when you look back over all these years, is, is this, you know, I didn't know, you know, when you were going to college and, and getting these degrees that you did you want to be a business owner or did you just want to, what was your real goals? And something I, you wanted to do. I didn't even know what a business owner did. <laughs> I really know. I was on a path to, you know, get up. You know, I got a PhD and I went to work for a big chemical company. It just happened right. to be the one that my uh, father worked for, for 30 years, 32 years. And right. um, I really wasn't going to go to work for them. Uh, Unless they had something that was interesting, that intrigued me. I had multiple offers from all the big, big outfits. Mm -hmm. Union Carb, I had Roman Hawes, I had gone and on. 
and they were all hiring me for research, development, that type of thing, um, lab or pilot work, pilot plant work. And um, so Diamond Shamrock said to me, because I'd known them for a long time, and they said to me, uh, what would interest you? And uh, we got this little thing out in Chardon, Ohio, some kind of coating for steel. I really don't know what it does. I think there's about, there's about 20 people that work there. And I said, mm-hmm. I said, well, I'll go out and look at it. So I went out and looked at it. And that was, that was, I said, okay, I went to work there. I mean, my office was in a house trailer. <laughs> my laboratory, was that the, my yeah. labor, I could come in some days in my laboratory where I worked on pilot coating of fasteners for General Motors and Ford. My, my, my pilot uh, area was sometimes 50 degrees. Kind of hard to, kind of hard, <laughs> kind of to conduct, hard to work. Uh, kind of hard to conduct stuff when, the, but that's what it was. And then they finally built a nice facility. My, gotcha. Just towards yeah. the end, uh, and then the big part of the company came by, tapped me on the shoulder. And if you ever want to go anywhere in the company, you're not going to, you're not going to go there out of metal coating division. There's only 30 people. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, Diamond Shamrock in those days employed 17,000. Right, 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 yeah. So I moved into a job, promotion, all that stuff. Moved into it, and I hated every minute of it. Every minute I went mm. to work, I didn't. It was boring. It, it was not exciting, like working with the coding and going to automotive and all that stuff. You know, I that so and and the, this guy George Kappa said, "You're not happy." He he knew me in those days when I worked for the right. big part of the company. He says, "You're not happy," and so that's. That's then they motivated me into getting a group of investors right. and buying some equipment and starting starting to code parts. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, you know, it's funny thinking back. I mean, even it seems like the industry, the the coding industry, with you know, with automotive and other and uh, industries that you all work with, it changes so much. I mean, how you know how has it changed? Would you say maybe in the last ten or fifteen years, or has it changed much? I mean, Not, uh, well, the only thing is. The only thing significant that's changed because we're in electric coating is a big part of what we do is how over the 20 year period, I mean, the coating was designed and people G will tell you this. So I just ask them. I mean, it was designed to be a primer. Right. Right. And it's amazing in the last 20 years how they've taken it to a final finish. Right. Right. So you have to produce, you have to produce defect free parts Mm. that was designed for a primer. Mm. And we do it every day. So right. that's been a big change over the last about 20 years. Corrosion right. standards, of course, they moved higher for a 10, 15-year period. Salt spray. Now it's no longer salt spray. It's all cyclical corrosion. Cyclical corrosion. And those, yeah. t- those tests are son of a bitch to pass, man. They're, they're right. Hard. They're hard. And yeah, they've, they're hard. They've yeah. moved to cyclical corrosion over the last 15 years. You never heard of right. it 15 years before. But you hear right. from it now. <laughs> right, right. So the standards, right. the test, the testing standards, which is really moved up, moved up. And right. and the visual quality standards has really moved up. Uh, right, a lot. right. Right, yeah, that seems like it, yeah, getting getting tired with that. But like I said, you all... You all meet those standards very well. You exceed them a lot. You all have a very fine operation. You 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 guys do a tremendous job, or else these major major suppliers wouldn't be coming back to you every year and and, and working with you. So 
uh, with that. But uh, but anyway, like I said, I, I simply just wanted to take some time out and just kind of uh, revisit your 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 career a bit and uh, and let people who don't know your story, like I said, it's been a a long, long time in the same industry, same company. It's it's kind of a rarity for people to to do that and to be sitting in the in the chair and and calling the shots. Uh, uh, it's, it's it's been a long career, and I'm sure it's been a, a very joyous uh, career for you in, in the coding industry. Jerry Paul was here in 1979. That's right. That's right. And I was there 40 years later. Yes, you were. You, you, yes, you did. Wore me out. Maybe walk through. 11 acres, is that what it is? 11 acres you've got there? There's 11 acres in this complex. Yeah, and that, that uh, complex. Uh, seven of it are under roof, something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. We're, we're handling 100 trucks a day, 100 semis. Really? Okay. Still, yeah. So, still, business is very, very good for you. So, c- congratulations on that. Been running pretty good uh, since uh, January. Yeah. Keep it up. Knock wood. There you go. All right.